Like for real, for real. I never thought I would ever do karaoke and Anita Baker's caught up in, caught up in the rapture? Are you kidding me? Never. That wouldn't be me. Were you good? Oh, good God, no, I was not. <laughs> no way. That's I was trying to beg out of it, but like literally, one Jack and Coke, two Jaeger bombs, and, and a Corona later, yeah, I might as well have gone into So you're it. hungover is what you're saying? Um, No, surprisingly not. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. <laughs> This is Locked On Hornets, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Check us out on Twitter. I'm Walker Mail at Walker Mail. You can find Nada on Twitter at Nada the Scribe and Doug on Twitter at Doug Branson LOH. You can find the show handle on most social media platforms as well at Locked On Hornets. So the Charlotte Hornets, they take on the Detroit Pistons tonight. Detroit. On a five-game losing streak, just a half yes. game up in the standings on the Charlotte Hornets, while Charlotte did find their well did find their way back to 500 after mm-hmm. a two-game winning streak. So they've been on a three-game losing streak as the longest streak of any kind that they've been on this season. Hopefully, they can try to match that on the winning side of things tonight against the Detroit Pistons. Now they did beat Detroit earlier this season, one thirteen to one hundred three. And you saw some of the stats that were no- most notable from the Charlotte Hornets side of things. Kimba scored 24, 9 of 17, so not a bad game from him by any stretch. But the guy that stepped up big time in that one was Tony Parker. Surprise, Tony Parker had 24 points. He went 11 for 18 in that game against Detroit. And that was at a point where they were 7-6 and six on the season. Guys that stand out to me when you looked at that game against Detroit, Andre Drummond destroyed the Charlotte Hornets. 23 points, 9 of 16 shooting, so it's not like it was a fantastic field goal percentage, especially from where he shoots it from, but 22 rebounds for Andre Drummond. And if you'll remember, we're all mad at Blake because of the way that he did, was it MKG? That was right, like where he... Him, Bridges, a whole... Like, Dwight... No, it was Malik Monk. Excuse me. Malik Monk got hurt when he was driving down the lane. Yeah, the low bridge. Yes, and it was Blake Griffin who I think he did, yeah, he put his body into Malik Monk as he was driving towards the basket, and he was up in the air, and that was all out of frustration because Blake Griffin only had 10 points in that game. Mm -hmm. He went 4 of 16, so not shooting very well from the field at all, and the Hornets pretty controlled this game for the most part once they got to the second half, and so when you look at what Charlotte was able to do, that's get a win against a team they're going to be competing with with at the end of the season for a postseason berth or at least the higher of the two if they both get in and if they can get a two to nothing lead on them during the course of the regular season that's going to be a big victory for it's going to be a big victory and more importantly it would put us in the vaunted sixth spot and being in the sixth spot thus far while it's not anything to write home about in December these games all matter because you're not going to get these home games again post January 1 more importantly, this is a night where I expect Tony Parker to play well because, quite frankly, they don't have Ish Smith. And Ish Smith has known been known to do damage, absolute damage to the, the, to the Hornets before. And I think he's been more effective when it comes to scoring against the Hornets, being more efficient against the Hornets than a guy like Reggie Jackson, who does have to play big minutes now. The one guy that I would worry about is that if we're going to pick a, a piston to light us up tonight, it's either Bullock or probably Luke Kennard. I would probably assume it's one of those two guys that lights <laughs> us up The inexplicable 
opponent that actually yeah. put some uh, put some points up on the Hornets. Now, the one thing about Reggie Bullock, I did see this, and if you look at what he did against the Hornets, he actually had over 20 points, so he was already that guy. Yeah. So that'd be a good answer again, but he's actually questionable for tonight's game. We don't nice. know for sure if he is going to play. So, so Reggie, it's Luke Kennard then. Yeah, so it might be, yeah, it's going to be somebody else. You don't, you don't simply get rid of that guy. It just passes on his powers to another one if that just happens to be somebody that's injured. So Reggie Bullock, Kinston, North Carolina native, Yes, he which is, means you don't want to see him in a fight. No, you don't. Probably not. So Reggie Bullock, he is not going to play. All right, we don't know. It's going to be questionable, but he did play uh, very well against the Hornets their last go around. And I just want to give some respect to some of the hustle stats that Kimba has. Like we always talk about the importance of Kimba, and mm-hmm. we all know the amount of charges he he uh, is able to draw. Draw. Thank you very much. I can't talk. He was yeah. He so when you look at what Kimba has been able to do and the hustle stats, the Hornets sent out their game notes, and I thought this was particularly interesting, just from all the Hornets and the hustle stats that they had. So Kimba Walker has drawn eight charges through twenty six games played this season. That's tied for the fifth most in the NBA. Mm. He also has recovered. 46 loose balls well, in this season. That's six most in the league. I, I, You feel like you don't really recognize it when Kim, I didn't realize he'd be that high up in the league. But 46 loose balls this season, that is tied, again, for sixth most in the league. You go to Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller, and we know about this, he does an excellent job at setting screens. He's averaging five screens per game, and five screen assists per game, I should say. And he's that's good for third most in the league. That contributes to an average of 11.5 points per game. Also good for third in the league. So, Kimba contributing in a couple times in the hustle stats. Mm-hmm. Cody Zeller giving you the screens and actually passing out of that and doing a good job of scoring when they do so. So, there's a few things that maybe you keep an eye on tonight just because of the hustle stats. Maybe that goes unwarranted. Maybe that goes unseen by a lot of people. Maybe you don't pay attention as much it as others. It goes, quote-unquote, beyond the box That's score. right. It does. It fits Cody perfectly. It goes beyond the box score. But Kimba, like we know about the charges that he draws all the time, but the loose balls, I thought that was interesting. The loose balls is very interesting, and I remember Matt Moore of the Action Network saying this about Kimba Walker a couple couple weeks ago, that he's like a rabid Wolverine, especially when you try to post him up. But these hustle stats emphasize that even more when you really think about it, because you're talking about a guy that's willing to scrap fight, claw, bleed, take charges, even when he shouldn't because you're going to need that offense later and you're wondering how many tickets does he have on that bump card until he's out for a significant amount of time and that just screws the entire season. Well, and also it it has something to contribute to his fatigue as the season goes on because there's a lot of guys that aren't diving for the loose balls that he is, but also we need Kimba to score. Like It's funny when anytime you're watching your guy hustle like that in a fantasy game, in fantasy football, fantasy baseball, nothing good comes from hustling in that regard. Like This might be an instance where Kimba, if he dies for a loose ball out of bounds and gets hurt, that's certainly not going to do us any well as Charlotte, any good as Charlotte Hornets. It's it's one of those things like you're like, no, let MKG take that hit. (laughs) Let guys like Cody partially take that hit. Let guys like Marvin somewhat take the hit. Share the wealth, Kemba. Don't be greedy. Don't hustle. We don't need you to hustle. Don't be greedy with the hustle. That's all I'm saying. Just get your shots up, Kemba. That's all we care about. It's the season of giving. We're giving you daily Hornets talk in your podcast feed. We need you to show your support by joining our Patreon page. For just as little as $1 a month, you'll be supporting the content that you depend on. Again, patreon.com slash LOH. Patreon.com slash LOH. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. We're going to talk about Jim or Jay Laranega. 
and James Borrego. Should get the first name. Right. <laughs> yeah, this, well, maybe that one I should get. Actually, his real name is James, but they call him Jay. We'll call him Jay too. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Welcome back to the Locked On Hornets podcast. It's Walker Mail and Nada Edwards. All-star game coming to town this year. Should be fun. Obviously didn't have it last season because of the HB2 laws. So they decided to bring it back to New Orleans. And Nada, I know you have that New Orleans hat that you like to sport all the time. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I, well, yeah, I do like to sport it. And I take it to the games, too. And no one's really ever called me out or figured it out yet. No <laughs> one's ever really figured that one out. Your All-Star 2018 weekend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever really talked to me about it and been like, yo, dog, that's a sore spot. Well, you're going to have to get a hat for this year, for the Charlotte really All-Star. No, I guess you you don't have to. I got that because I got that one for free. I didn't buy that. No, you don't. You don't have to buy it. I guess if you don't want to, but you do sport that New Orleans one all the time. Yes. And it, so we, we've got this game coming up, and I know we talked about it with Rick yesterday. If that would have any kind of impact on any decision that the Charlotte Hornets would make, mm-hmm. considering Kimba Walker or really anybody when it comes to being buyers or sellers at the trade deadline or even beforehand. And just looking at some all-star game at some all-star game information, we did find out that there are going to be tickets available for some of the events that are going to be going around. Yes. So starting at fifteen dollars, you can buy some tickets to some of the Rising Stars. The events. Rising Stars game, which I'm probably going to try and get into, if not as media, then definitely as a fan, I'm going to try and get into Rising Stars because I think I think we know Malik and Miles are going to play in that. Yeah, that's going to be pretty awesome. That would be cool. And Miles Bridges, that'll be a lot of fun to yes. see him in a Rising Stars game. So seeing that the Celebrity All Star game if that's your bag then you can go try to get into that as well i think it all starts around 15 dollars, but i'm interested and it goes to the discussion of what event would you rather attend during all-star weekend mm-hmm. and so i was looking at some of the tickets available just looking on vivid seats and looking at even what some of the uh what the nba secondary has to offer ticket, yes ticket well some second now the secondary tickets they do offer you a little bit less of an option but some of the tickets that i pull up right away just for the all-star game that is available that you can look at as soon as you look it up you can go to the uh, i believe it's uh, i don't think it's nba.com but you just type in all-star weekend and then you can click on some tickets that are available and mm-hmm. the cheapest ticket that I see that's available for two tickets, thirteen hundred each. Two tickets to Saturday sit by or each Sunday. Other. This is Sunday. This is for the All Star game. That's you, way if, too much. If you want to go to the All Star game, you have to spend at least what I'm looking at right now is thirteen hundred each. Now, if you wanted to go through a secondary site like Vivid Seats, something like that, they do have tickets on sale for nine hundred and thirty eight dollars. So it would certainly be cheaper to go that route. But thirteen hundred, if you just want to get into the building on Sunday for the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to look at those events, I'll put that up right now. It is, uh, if you look at All-Star Practice and All-Star Saturday Night, so that's what they're going to be calling it. That is the dunk contest. That's Mm -hmm. a three-point contest. That's a little bit cheaper, $12.50. (laughs) $12.50. each. If you want to go to a secondary site and get some money or get some tickets to one of those events, that would be $760. I'm not going to lie. I would probably try and spring for the seven sixty. You you would drop seven hundred and sixty dollars to go see a dunk contest and a three point contest. I've done dumber things with money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I'm. Uh, you just stay at home. You stay at home and watch it from that point. 
Like, I'm I'm not spending that kind of money to go out there now. As but you, Walker, it's Miles out, Bridges. It's <laughs> Miles Bridges I, I get in to, the dunk contest. I'll, I'll watch him do the dunk contest that he does the other 82 regular season games. I don't need to watch. Now it is going to be fun. I'll be tuning in to Miles Bridges, but I'm not going to spend close to $800 to go see him dunk on people not playing any defense. Look. Look. Which is cool. I'm just not going to spend eight hundred dollars for it. So, you, so basically, you, what you're telling me is you're going to do Friday. You're going to go. You're going to go try. Yeah, and- I would probably drop fifteen dollars. Now, I'm not one that ever watches the celebrity All Star game. I no. thought it was hilarious that Quavo was actually somewhat good in the All Star game. It's always no. Fun he to can s- ball. Legit. I know. I know. It's fun to see some of the All Star. It's fun. Fun to see some of the celebrities actually play pretty well in that game. I remember when J Cole dunked. That was awesome. To see T.O. dunk every once in a while when yeah. he was in that All-Star game, that was pretty cool. So I'm here for some of the celebrities that can actually ball a little bit, but it's not must-see TV for me. $15? It's in my city? Yeah, I might go check that out. If I can't get in through media credentials, then I might go check it out just as a fan as if well. I, honestly, like, I would go for the rookie, like the rookie All-Star, uh, rookie sophomore challenge, that has more interest to me than the actual All-Star game because the actual All-Star game... They play less defense than they do in the rookie sophomore challenge. Now, that was the question I was going to ask you. Let's say that you have enough money allocated for one event. It doesn't matter. We'll just put the prices out of it, not not oh. concerning yourself with the fact that you have to spend $100 more to go to the All-Star game or $50 more or whatever. It is a lot of money, but you're getting to choose one event that you want to go to. Are you going to Saturday night with Saturday. all the contest? Not even close? Saturday is not close. See, I people usually say that. People usually want to go watch the dunk contest and the three-point contest before they actually would go to the All-Star game. And I think I'm with everyone, Mm -hmm. but just the allure of having all of those stars play against each other, that would be really cool to watch. Because as we know in today's age, in the dunk contest, you get your Jeremy Evans out there to go win a dunk contest for you. You get like the 12th or 13th guy who does some incredible things, Mm -hmm. but... It's somebody that never gets any kind of playing time in the game. And so you you have risk of those kind of guys. And I don't know. Like I, I can see the argument of going to watch the All-Star game, of watching the best players in the world play, rather than going to see some of the guys further down the bench just to participate in now, the dunk contest. Again, here's the thing, though. We're talking about, again, Miles Bridges. In his home, you're there arena. to see Miles, man. You just I'm, want to go see Miles, I'm there to and see that's Miles? it. No, no, I'm not. Just it's there Miles, to see Miles weekend. No, I'm not just there to see Miles. I'm also there to see Rihanna. I'm also <laughs> like, like again, I there. I am a multi. I have layers, friend. Now I that's have different. Layers. I'll go see Rihanna as well. I'll Th- pay. The, thank you. I'll pay the fifteen dollars to go check out Rihanna. She's and not going to be again. She's not going to be at the all. She's not going to be at All Star on Friday. No, that's probably true. Not She'll on be Friday. there on Saturday. And you don't think she's going to go check out the Rising Stars? Challenge, no, the Celebrity All Star Game and be seen with us peasants? No. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Saturday night would be the place to go. That would be that. That's the reason I would choose that. You are right about that. But going instead of seeing your guys that are buried on the bench to go participate in the dunk contest, it is something to go see a Kobe and LeBron go at. It or one of those type of matchups like that is pretty cool to see. It is pretty cool. I will not deny. I, I can't deny that. And also, you, if you wanted to see Rihanna, there's a 
good chance you'll see Rihanna on Sunday as no, well. No, I was about to say, I mean, you can see Rihanna on Sunday. You're not going to see her on Friday, the no, $15 tickets. No, you're no, not going to see that. Good Lord, no. I'm just glad that kind of event is out here for those type of people, yes. though, like myself. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't want to drop and doesn't have the opportunity to drop $800 just to go check out a dunk contest, and instead the $15 to go see Quavo actually play some basketball. That's that, the kind you of You get the rookie guy. sophomore challenge. So, I mean, you yeah. get two for one. You get a really good event if you really think about it. So... I wouldn't. I couldn't blame anybody that would want to do Friday. In fact, I would probably endorse doing Friday. Now, granted, it's not at Spectrum. It's at Bojangles Arena. Yeah, it is at Bojangles Arena. I was just looking at that, and it is at Bojangles. That makes it a little different, but not too different, I it guess. Ma- it makes it a little bit different. doesn't make it all that different. Because it's not uptown. It's not uptown, but it's also you got to worry about the traffic and getting out. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's 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 going to be hell. Yes. Anytime you have to think about that, that certainly will be hell. But it should be fun. I'm excited for All-Star Weekend to come you should into town. Be. I'm a little disappointed. Like I wasn't naive enough to fully believe it, but I thought maybe, hey, are the Hornets credentials going to be able to get us into any of those events? <laughs> it was nice to think about that. You're right to laugh at me. You're absolutely right to laugh at me. We're coming to you from the Gittimer.com studios in Uptown Charlotte. If you're in sales and need help, visit Gittimer.com today to learn how they can help you do the one thing you want to do, and that's make more sales. We'll be back with more here on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Charlotte, How strong is an ox? Are we? I think we're overrating the ox. Uh, we are I, not overrating I, the I ox. Need to see, I need mm. to see some medicals on the ox. Yeah, why don't you do the research on that? You put your lab glasses on. You take a look at it. I wonder if there's mind. anything on the internet. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. What is it with the NBA and conspiracy theories anyway? I'm getting sick of it. (laughs) Kyrie Irving believes that the world is flat. And now we have Steph Curry, another point guard extraordinaire. Yes. Coming out with his conspiracy theory. A little bit more commonplace, I think, in today than the earth is flat theory that Kyrie Irving has for a while. No, but it's just stupid. It's it's. Maybe it's not just as stupid. No, to it me. is just as stupid. It's stupid. I'm not going to argue, though, about if it's stupid, just black or white or not. It is very stupid. So, Steph Curry. Revealed on a podcast. Was it his podcast? No, it was on Baysmore's. It was Baysmore's podcast. That's right. I didn't know what podcast it was. He revealed on Baysmore's podcast that he doesn't think the moon landing actually happened. Just doesn't think it. Think we all made it up. Think it was set. Think it was filmed on some kind of set. Yes. And that was the video that was released. And so Steph Curry refused to believe that it happened. I just, you have so many people in NASA like yes. it, it's the the guys that are getting the important people coffee that you would think you would think somebody would at least spill that right now in a tell all book but what's great about all this is that in light of Steph Curry coming out publicly with his disbelief in the moon landing for America is the fact that NASA has come out and said we invite Steph Curry what is it to Cape Canaveral yes. is that right was it to go all the way there and to at least give him some moon rocks. Were there, were there going to be an exchange of moon rocks that NASA was going to give Steph? Or at least show him How moon much rocks? do those moon rocks go for? I don't know. I don't know if they were going to give him one. I don't know if they were going to just show him those. But we do have the, just your Detroit Pistons connection here. Blake Griffin had an excellent tweet that said he quote tweeted Steph Curry. And he quote tweeted, I believe, maybe NASA saying to Steph Curry, like, hey, just come over and we'll, and we'll make you believe that it's real. Blake Griffin quote tweeted that and said, I really doubt that Bill Gates has all all that money 
Like now it's time that Bill Gates maybe shows me that he has all that money by giving me some money. That's a great tweet Blake, by Blake. Blake, that is a, that is a quality tweet. <laughs> yeah, it is. is. It's a, a quality, quality tweet, tweet from Blake Griffin. And Jay Billis is saying stuff like, is that how easy it is? Well, I really doubt that. I think, oh, I don't know what celebrity he threw out there. I doubt that she's real. Why don't you show me for yourself? So, you know, people are yes. having fun with this. So now it leads me to the question of if you were looking at the Charlotte Hornets roster, which Hornet is most likely to have a conspiracy theory? You know it's Frank. It is Frank. It's Frank. Anytime we have these kind of conversations, we talk about the most personality. It's always Frank Kaminsky. So I almost feel like we have to ask these questions with the caveat that you cannot say Frank Kaminsky. Billy. You think Billy Billy. and Gomez would have a conspiracy theory? See, I don't know why I'm going this direction, but I'm kind of going Jeremy Lamb. And I have no clue why that Jeremy. Oh, Lane actually, have a that's a really good one. I that's feel a really good one for work. For re- again, the man plays darts locally. <laughs> you know, like- he's got some. Again, he's got something. Jeremy Lamb just has an out there quality about him that I feel like he would believe in any kind of conspiracy theory. I don't know what conspiracy theory that would be. I don't know if he believes in the moon landing or not. I don't believe. I don't know if he believes that the world is flat or not. But Jeremy Lamb is that guy, and I think everybody else is pretty. Pretty, uh, yeah. pretty much so understood that everything else is exactly how it says it is. No, no, no. Well, again, Malik might be one of those people, too. I could see Malik maybe a little Malik. bit, but I'm going with Jeremy Lamb. But Frank Kaminsky is absolutely yeah, yeah, the Yeah, that's, that's the open space on the bingo card. <laughs> yeah, Frank, Frank Kaminsky is your free spot in any kind of those questions about the Charlotte Hornets and which guy has certain aspects about them or personality or characteristic traits. It's always Frank, every single it's time we Frank. answer those questions. Thanks for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yes, search Lockdown Hornets. We'll be back with you tomorrow. See you guys.